0: welcome to the AI Today podcast.
1: I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch, And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. Our guest today is Tom Edwards, who's the Chief Tech Digital and Innovation Officer at Epsilon Agency. Hi, Tom. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you both for having me today. I'm really looking forward to our discussion today.
0: Us too. So welcome, Tom, and thanks for joining us. We'd like to start by having you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell us a little bit about your background and your role at Epsilon.
2: Absolutely. So I am the chief digital innovation officer for the agency business at Epsilon. When people think of Epsilon, they think of data, they think of marketing technology, and I'm a part of the agency business. So within that, we're really all about creating data-driven experiences. And using those incredible proprietary assets that Epsilon has, and then bringing forth kind of the core insights, the creative that comes to life, how that applies to consumer decision journeys. And within my team, I lead all facets of strategy and innovation, everything from planning, research, strategy, and data design, which is our AI practice
1: as well. Well, great. Well, part of the reason why we're chatting with you on this podcast is that we connected at the Voice Summit that's in New Jersey. So for our listeners that were not able to make the event, can you give a short overview of your talk and the content you delivered at the event? Sure.
2: I love that intersection of consumer behavior and emerging technology. So for this event, I pulled together the Evolution of Experience uh, session. Where it really focuses in on three core tenets, you know, how the consumers become empowered over the past decade, leading into this time of exponential acceleration through AI. And this is really more around, you know, it used to be about disruption was the new normal. Now it's really about the acceleration of experiences. And the final aspect of it is really about the territory of enhanced, and that's all facets of reality. That's virtual, augmented, et cetera. And it really starts with kind of the consumer in the center and more importantly, their behaviors and how. that drives experiences and there's a lot of discussion around voice and voice-based assistance here and then a view into the future state where i actually give a date when i feel that multimodal is going to be the primary way in which we interact moving beyond desktop and mobile into voice vision and touch at scale
0: Great. And I know in your talk, you also mentioned that we're in the golden age of AI and you give reasons because, you know, we just have huge amounts of data, which we've talked about on our podcast before. We have advanced algorithms and then processing power is really great these days and it's also pretty cheap. So can you elaborate on that and maybe tell us why now is the golden age and then what you're most excited for to see come out of this?
2: Of course. So, When we talk about this golden age of AI, it really comes down to data is like, is the oil for AI. You know, we create, what is it, 10 trillion gigabytes of, of information. And for, especially for enterprise organizations, you know, you have the whole constructs around big data, but then really now it's what do you do with it? How do you action it? How do you dimensionalize information? that can actually drive the business forward. So now you're seeing, obviously, the rise in different types of advanced algorithms. You've got machine learning, which is kind of the human-coded algorithm side, and you're seeing lots of use cases and applications. And you know we've been working with machine learning within Epsilon Agency for the last almost 28 months now. And then obviously, from a processing cost perspective, the ability to take and seeing the decline in cost of GPUs, And as well as the kind of open source approach. So you're seeing Google and others that are really providing access to where you don't have to necessarily be one of the mega powerhouses to really drive innovation. So the tool sets and the creation of these ecosystems are really at just a really great point in time right now to where we've got all these kind of things coming together from data to access to even the right talent. So you're seeing some really interesting things develop.
1: Well, great. So one of the things that you mentioned, and it's interesting to sort of see if we can connect this all together to the world of AI and cognitive technology, is you mentioned something about the Pixar theory or the Pixar timeline. Can you kind of get into that and how is that sort of relevant to this conversation of, about AI and user experience?
2: Absolutely. So it's interesting. I'm a fan of theories. I spend a lot of my time you know, looking at whether it's Star Wars theories or whatever else. One of my favorites is the Pixar theory. And that basically showcases that every single movie happens on the same timeline. From the very beginning to Good Dinosaur and Brave all the way through to the end of Monster Think. And along this continuum of the movies, you begin to see the rise and kind of fall of humanity and kind of this whole shift. With the Incredibles, and this is timely because Incredibles 2 just recently came out, you saw the first ever AI introduced into the timeline, this Omnidrone. Then you fast forward to Incredibles 2, where you begin to see this idea of ease and convenience being the way in which you kind of connect and interact with humans. And ultimately, you go into Wall-E and you see that's exactly it. That's how people live their lives. So taking the fun Pixar theory side of it out of it for just a minute. When I conduct research across generational cohorts, from Gen Z all the way up to boomers, there are kind of two core foundational things that are absolutely essential for the adoption of these cognitive systems or different elements that will, you know, further enhance people's lives. And that's ease and convenience. Whether that's for Gen X and having ease of having the systems predict and work through financial queries, whether that's millennials actually driving using cognitive systems to drive replenishment purchases, or even Gen Z wanting to use AI to basically manage their own personal time. It's all about this idea of AI and cognitive systems becoming proxies for the individuals through kind of ease and convenience, where the technology begins to adapt to the individual versus us inputting into the technology.
1: That's really interesting. So I never really heard of anybody think about technology adoption from the perspective of, I don't want to call it a movie timeline, but like this theory of all these, because like, I'm familiar with the Pixar theory in terms of like, okay, well, all these movies are sort of connected together in this alternate universe of like, somehow the movie Coco is connected to the movie Brave, which is connected to the movie you know, Ratatouille, which is interesting. So if you look at a timeline, it connects all these together. But I think from what you're saying is that the movies are a reflection of where people think that they're going to be with the adoption of technology at certain times. And so it's, it's interesting you're saying that, like, if you look at some of these movies, like people are assuming that the technology for AI will be at a certain time, which you're thinking about from a user experience perspective. Is that correct?
2: That's correct. You know, it really comes back to understanding how what is it technology driving the behavior, the behavior driving the technology, or a bit of both? You know, I heard a great quote recently that technology is culture. And so when you start thinking about all these things and the tendency that we have, then the expectations that we have. You know, The number one thing that's going to drive the adoption of multimodal scale has to be the ability for the systems to truly predict and to become more intelligent and in tune with our daily lives. And a lot of that's going to come from... And you're seeing things happening right now. You're seeing like with the Amazon team launching blueprints, giving individuals the ability to take and control more of the experience, leaving a note for the babysitter. Anytime you see this kind of rapid growth associated with adoption, it always comes back to the individual being empowered to control the experience. And what AI is going to provide is it kind of will supercharge that empowerment of the consumer. Because so what you'll end up having is you've got this individual who has a certain expectation of the technology. And now the technology is going to be able to take, predict, and react to them. So it's this shift that's moving forward. But we're at a really critical point in time. You know, uh-huh. you had mentioned that, you know, you're talking about you know, the intelligence of the current systems that are out there today, and then versus where it's going over time as they continue to learn and become more intelligent. So it's a fascinating time right now. And when you bring that all back to marketing and into the world of what I do, it's incredibly important because you look at voice, you look at vision. You look at touch as kind of the next evolution of digital to where there's this seamless connection between physical and digital. It's all being fueled through intelligence, whether your camera is becoming more intelligent. You know, there's a whole trend associated with Gen Z, essentially evolving the camera from a capture device to a communication device. And ultimately, you'll have it to where you have virtual assistants plus the camera driving a new way in which we interact with the world. So all of that kind of said, it's a really fun time right now as we talk about this golden age of AI.
0: Yeah. And we did like that in your talk. I know that you've also had a version of this at the TEDx talk that you did, and so we will link that Mm -hmm. in our show notes for our listeners to watch in case they weren't able to make the Voice Summit and see your talk in person. Because I did like how you brought all that up. And, you know, you said, well, Generation X wants this and millennials want this. And then Generation Z by like 2028 or something is going to be like 40% of the workforce. And it's like, wow, okay, that's not that far away.
2: Yeah, it's 2020. So they're going to represent 40% of consumers in the United States. And you think about that fundamental shift and the way in which I have three Gen Zs in my house. I've got a 16, a 13 and a 10 year old. So I see it firsthand. You know, they learn to swipe before they learn to speak. Their expectations yeah. of control of experiences, it's just, it's, it's incredible to watch.
0: Yeah. You know, and so relating this back to Epsilon and what you're doing there, can you talk to us about some of the ways in which Epsilon is using AI to help your customers build even more successful marketing campaigns and maybe provide some examples of how this is being done? If you can't say specific clients, maybe talk generally about how you're doing that.
2: I'd love to. So we began experimenting with machine learning almost three years ago. So I really wanted to look at how can we take and align the incredible structured data that Epsilon has in a data identity and really begin to drive insights from unstructured data or data culture. And so we really began looking at evaluating different kind of machine learning models to where it was really more about driving insight. It was about themes, perceptions, occasions. That ultimately morphed into kind of an industry landscape type of analysis where we can go in and look at a specific brand over the last decade and be able to identify certain key moments, whether we're talking about brand health, like did they potentially retract in the marketplace? Is there a particular ingredient or certain element within a specific product that can help drive identifying the white space specific for the brand? So it's using machine learning algorithms in a way, as well as natural language processing in order to truly take and understand the category then we can also look at, you know, the consumer portraits aspect. We can look at different attitudes and psychographics and demographics and media interests and, you know, look at different segments and how that all comes together. Because marketing today has shifted. It used to be about content marketing. Now it's more about contextual marketing and really, truly understanding the consumer, right place, right time, right device, you know, et cetera. And then moving it forward, you know, trying to actually associate value with understanding like audience affinity. So we created an ebook on esports. Esports is one of the rapidly rising ways in which especially Gen Z, you know, interacts with sporting events. So you've got 300 million people worldwide that are watching people play competitive gaming. So what I really wanted to understand, I wanted to see, is there a correlation between gaming genres and gamer personality types? And then creation of kind of a brand index to show a link to where brand A actually fits with you know the sports genre versus this that ties into this personality type. So you can really get into the psychological elements associated with the connections and the affinities because so much of the way in which AI is really going to help impact marketing moving forward is helping to connect affinities faster. It's how you can dimensionalize all these things that used to be separate functions. You looked at you know, demographics. You looked at all of these specific inputs. It's the crafting of the narrative. It's quickly processing the information. It's identifying the white space. And one of the other things we're doing for a major client is that we're also doing site content optimization. So you can take and build. If you have this kind of landscape model that's driven by machine learning, then you can actually determine you know specific content that's going to drive consumer engagement. And so it all kind of comes together from an insights perspective you know, how that feels our creative, and ultimately, how does that translate into experience? Because at the end of the day, those are really the three core things that are going to be foundational as we move from traditional desktop and mobile into multimodal. And you have to understand the behaviors. You have to understand affinities. You have to also understand that with the voice assistants and those individual voice assistants, you have to be able to position your brand within those ecosystems and you know, have a presence and control for those experiences. So it's about helping organizations understand where they are today, what's the path forward through all of this disruption and acceleration, the role that AI is going to play. And ultimately, it's about the consumer experience, how it all kind of comes together, the role that voice is going to play, the role that computer vision is going to play, the role that this whole idea that your environment is essentially going to adapt to you. And a lot of that's going to be driven by data. It's going to be driven by location data. It's going to be driven by your specific affinities and behaviors, and then ultimately those experiences will begin to align.
1: Okay, great. So going from there, basically, you know, where do you see the future of AI in general going? And it's application to corporations and beyond.
2: For me, it's, I want to be provocative in actually giving the definitive date. So the date was 2028 in the presentation to where it essentially comes back to, that's the date we're going to see multimodal at scale. And a number of things are going to happen along the way. You're going to continue to see the convergence of virtual assistants with other forms of AI, like I mentioned, with computer vision. Mm-hmm. You're going to see AI continuing to further enhance you know, augmented reality, extended reality, mixed reality. All of the rea- quote-unquote realities are going to become more intelligent along the way, to where the reality is you're not going to be able to tell sometimes the difference between physical and digital. I actually did a lot of research on this, too. You know, Millennials and Gen Zs are very open to like, the glasses type, one factor, maybe contacts, Definitely not an implant, one too many Black Mirror episodes, but as we can seamlessly integrate digital overlay into our lives, a lot of that's going to be driven by AI and computer vision or AI aligning with the knowledge base to help better understand the world around us. And that's just going to become a part of our lives. We're going to expect it just like we expect right now our mobile phone to perform you know, whatever function we have, whether that's to entertain us, whether that's to help us get from point A to point B it's going to be a similar thing to where our expectation of our environment is going to just shift. And that has to be driven by intelligent systems as well as connectivity, you know, 5G, et cetera.
1: Great. Well, we love that vision. Well, I think this is an awesome podcast. I think you provide a lot of great insights. So I wanted to thank you very much for joining us on this podcast. We really appreciate your participation. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, Tom, thanks for joining us today. And listeners, as always, will post any articles and concepts discussed in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.
2: This podcast is sponsored by
1: Fiber.com. Fiverr is a marketplace for creative and digital freelance services. And in fact, I use Fiverr for quite a lot of the things that we do here at cognolytica and AI Today, including the editing of this podcast, the generation of transcripts, and more. I definitely encourage you to take a look at using Fiverr for your creative and digital needs today. And I have a special offer for you today. Use the promo code AI today for 15% off your first purchase on Fiverr.com. Offer valid until December 31st, 2018.
0: And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at cognolitica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts. Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes.
1: Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link.
0: This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2018 by Cognolytica, All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.